Welcome to Invested Parenting Podcast. I'm Holly Anderson, mother of four. Each week we'll be sharing experiences from real parents and advice from experts on parenting children ages zero through nine. Thank you for being a truly invested parent. All right, this week on 10 Tips for a Happy Child, you're going to like this tip a lot because we're going to talk about how you need to do something for you. And yes, you. When you are happy, when you feel content, your child sees that. This episode is all going to be about example. And don't worry, you don't have to be perfect. No one expects you to be perfect. A lot of the times we try and strive for perfection and we forget to take care of ourselves, right? And I know I've talked about investing in yourself and investing time in yourself, and that is so, so important. This is about helping you stay calm, even in a stressful situation. If you're late and you're all over the place, how does that affect your children? Now, with different little personalities for every child, it'll affect your child in different ways. But the main thing I want you to think about is how you're teaching your child. If you're super late for something, things are going crazy, maybe something is really stressful or overwhelming, what does your child see in you? Does does he or she see you, you know, admitting that you feel a certain way and it's okay? Does does your child see you go, well, you know what? We're going to be late and that's okay. Let's find your shoes. You need them before you go. Ask yourself what you're teaching them because there, there will always be times when your children will be in stressful situations. As they grow up, it will happen more and more. And it's not about really how to avoid those stressful situations, even though that is nice to be able to kind of make it like happen less, I guess, but it's really about how to teach your child to deal with them because we will all be overwhelmed some part of our life. We'll have a situation where we can't control everything and there are, you know, people in the situation and even the whole situation itself, maybe we cannot control, especially people. You can't control people. And so when you're in a situation that you know it just feels difficult for some reason you're overwhelmed you you are on the brink of losing your patience i want you to take a deep breath and think about what can you do for you what how can you help yourself be happy there are a few things that i do and then a few things i wanted to share that i have learned from other parents experiences and they have just taught me so much I've learned from one mom who always had a hard time playing with her kids, always had a time, hard time even enjoying her babies, and she kind of felt guilty for that. That would be a normal feeling. Um, but she said that she found a certain activity that she liked, and then she would have she would spend time with that with our kids and they would ha- they would do this certain activity together and they would both enjoy it and that helped her be happy she did that for herself so that she could just feel like she was a good mom and enjoying her kids and 
with me, I know a lot of the times I'll just get really stuck on my to-do list. So I will put in my to-do list that I'll do the I have to do. <laughs> and, you know, those are things like that I don't want to do <laughs> that I put off for weeks. I'm like, wow, I really need to clean the van. Um, those types of things. And then I'll do a get to do. And every time I do a have to do on my list, like organize the pantry or go shopping to a store I don't really like to go to, but I, you know, I have to go, what, every three months to go pick up diapers and wipes, you know, at this specific store that is always really busy and big. And I usually feel like passing out when I'm done. It is a nameless store. It will not be named. But that's a to-do list. That's on my first to-do list. And I'm like, oh, when I get one of those done, then I look on my get to-do list. And those are some fun things where I'll put, I'll set a timer and I'll just do something fun for 20 minutes, even half an hour, sometimes an hour, depending on how much time I have. And I will make sure to plan those things in because I know myself. I know I need them. Now, some people can just work and work and work like crazy. And then when all the work is done in the whole house, then they have time to play for themselves. I know some people like that, but most people are like me, okay? Most people, you need breaks in between the work. At college, I remember if I was like, I had the attitude of, oh, I'm going to spend eight hours in the library studying for this test. Do you know what would happen by the time I was done with two hours? I would be reading and have no comprehension of what I would be reading. I would need a break. I would need a nap. I would need to go get some candy from the machine. I would just need to go and talk to someone and socialize a little bit and then come back. And I would be regenerized, I would be refreshed, and I would be able to be more effective in that study time because of my breaks. And so if that's you, I encourage you to plan a break. Say, hey, even if I don't get this done, even if I don't have time for this, I'm going to make time because of the example I'm setting for my kids. Because I know I'm going to be happier when I get that shower in. Or I know that I will be a better example of patience and being calm (laughs) if I get that to-do list, get to-do lists on my list, right? And I add it in and I say, hey, this is something that I enjoy doing. It's me time. I'm going to do it. And it's going to be different for everyone. I happen to love to create things. I do. I love to create things. I love to paint. I love to sew. I love to create any kind of art and or do some craft things. And when I do that, it makes a big mess. And uh, I mean, imagine scrapbooking, right? Scrapbooking was totally in <laughs> like 10 years ago. And I had all the cool scrapbooking stuff. No, not really. But I had some scrapbooking paper that I liked. And I would make scrapbooks. But it was so expensive. It was so time consuming. And I would make huge messes. And it just wouldn't work for me. But I figured out a way that I can create things and pack it up after 20 minutes. It's really difficult, especially when you're sewing and you have to spread out fabric and put 
material on your kitchen table and things like that. But I found it's actually just part of my closet that I cleaned out and dedicated for my creations. And even if it's just a pile of paper with a bunch of double-sided sticky tape and magic markers (laughs) and it's not organized, I know I can just take that pile or take that bag out and work on that little scrapbook for 20 minutes or work on that little purse that I'm sewing or work on a paint by number. I'm obsessed with paint by number right now. I really, I have so many paint by number framed in my house. Um, it's kind of getting a little ridiculous. I think I need to give some away, but I don't want to, I work so hard on them. (laughs) But, but when I see those little paint by numbers framed in my house, I see, yes, I'm making time for myself. That's something I enjoy doing and helps me feel happy. So when you're patient with the people around you and when you're patient with yourself, you're teaching your child to do the same. They're seeing that. They're seeing happiness. They're seeing that it's okay for you to take time for yourself, which by the way, they need to learn that, right? If they only see this mommy martyr, then will they have this pressure to be the same or to do the same? That's not healthy. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for the people around you and the people, the little people that are looking up to you that are learning how to live. So this is a way to teach by example. Um, Usually it's the strongest, most lasting way to teach your children. I mean, it's the strongest impression that they'll have is there is your example of really how you spend your time and how you're able to drop something and say, hey, you know what? It's time to read a story or it's time. It's time for me to take a shower here, put on some Looney Tunes or whatever. (laughs) And we are giving mommy some time and don't feel guilty about that. I want you to know that, that it's important for your children to see that you're perfectly okay taking care of yourself, that you're that you can just have that healthy relationship with your, with your time that you that's important for them to learn too and they'll learn that as they see you spending time just taking care of yourself and doing something for you so that is 10 tips for a happy child number 7 when your children see that you're happy it does make it easier for them to also follow suit and to learn from your example. I mean, of course, it's not going to be perfect every day. You're going to have hard days. <laughs> I know you've had them already. <laughs> and you're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but when you schedule in a new planner, hey, this time is when I'm going to get a babysitter and I'm going to take a shower and or I'm going to take care of myself in some way. I'm going to treat myself in some way to help me get a break When you do that, your children see that and it's a good thing. It's a good thing that they see that you are taking care of yourself because it's healthy. It's healthy for your sanity. (laughs) And especially when you come back, like from a little vacation or just a night out, when you come back, aren't your kids just like a little tiny bit cuter? I've noticed that (laughs) whenever I can get even just like a night out with friends or have a date night with my spouse 
And then I come back and they're all asleep in their bed and I pay the babysitter <laughs> and I just look at them in their bed and I'm like, oh, you guys are cute, aren't you? It's just a little break and I come back refreshed and just a little bit happier. And so as we teach by example, remember being a mommy martyr is not the answer. It's not. You need to take care of you. So let's take care of each other too. If you know someone who just might need this little <laughs> this little reminder, maybe permission to take care of herself, um, just send her a link. We've got this um, podcast is on 14 different, oh, what you call it, 14 different ways to listen to it. Because we're on Google and Apple, which are the bigger ones, but we're on a bunch of different um, different ones. So you can, you know, pick any of the 14 links and just share it. And let's start giving other moms permission to take care of themselves as well as they're taking care of their children. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited to talk about the eighth tip next week. Talk to you later.